What is going on, everybody? And happy Thursday to all of you chicken wing lovers out in western New York and anybody else out there that is listening in. Welcome to Cold Front Daily. I'm your host, Daniel Kelly. I'm with the Cold Front Report. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cold Front Report or on our website, coldfrontreport.com. Please be sure to follow us. Um, What I do on this podcast is I talk about Bill's news, speculation, rumors. I also go over some articles that are written by my colleagues on our page, and we break stuff down, give you my opinions, a little shortened version. Um, So this is a daily podcast, Monday through Friday. Did want to mention that to you guys. I did do Saturday last week. That was just kind of as I was beginning. I realized that weekends might not be a great idea. I understand people are busy. They have things going on. So weekends, I'm, I'm going to keep off the schedule. This podcast is going to be Monday through Friday. There's no set time. Uh, I wish I had one for you guys, but my schedule changes. So <laughs> that's the news. Um, we're going to start off today speaking about J.J. Watt like usual. There's been some misconceptions, so I just want to go over some clarifying news for you guys. So we talked about the tweet yesterday about mitochondria and how you know it had the same letters as Buffalo Bills and there was an institute in Buffalo that he could have been talking about, blah, blah, blah. I told you guys it's all speculation. It's, it's dramatized majorly. So it's been talking about that Watt has been – you know, going down his team list and he's been crossing teams off. John Clayton put out a tweet just yesterday to clarify the information. Let me read it to you for verbatim. It says, people are misinterpreting what I said on radio today. I said Tennessee, Green Bay, and Buffalo were the leading teams for J.J. Watt, but not the final three. Watt has not narrowed his list. The Cleveland Browns are still in. So are the Raiders. He has a dozen teams after him. So, guys, he's not narrowing down his list. He's he's still looking at every option. But, you know, we're, we're still in the mix, which is, which is great. We do need a pass rusher after all. So that was yesterday. Um, just today there's been some more news come out to come out about J.J. Watt. And that's that he's been receiving offers, and the biggest he has received has been between fifteen to sixteen million dollars per season. Now I think that's a little out of range for Brandon Bean and company. Um, fifteen to sixteen million dollars per year, maybe in his prime, but right now I think that's a little, it's a little overpaying him. Um, I do think at this point in his career, though, he does want to compete for a ring. So if you look at the teams. Tennessee, Green Bay, Buffalo, Cleveland, Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are competing for a Super Bowl right now. The Browns definitely could be. They almost beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. Tennessee's a scary team with Derrick Henry. Green Bay's got a chance with Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, Buffalo, the way they've been playing recently, the way Josh Allen has been developing, is another destination. I don't know where Pittsburgh is. I don't know if they're still interested, but I – I think that's a team to really watch based on the fact that his brothers are there. But he has not narrowed down his list. He's still listening to everybody. So let's keep an eye on what the offers are. I think if it goes any higher than this 15 to $16 million per year, I think Buffalo might be out 
just because they cannot afford it. So in other news today, we do have a release by the Raiders as well. You know, we were just speaking about them with J.J. Watt. Tyrell Williams, uh, wide receiver, big-bodied guy. He signed a four-year, $44 million deal just a couple of seasons ago, but today he was released by the Las Vegas Raiders. He played only 16 games with them, 651 receiving yards. He dealt with injuries, but he could be an asset the teams go to look at, especially if the Bills are looking to release or restructure John Brown. Isaiah McKenzie's a free agent. Tyrell Williams is a big guy. He had a, a few good seasons with the Chargers not too long ago, which ended up in him getting that massive contract from the Raiders. So he is now on the market. He was released before the new league year started, so he is available to be signed. His best season came in 2016, 69 catches over 1,000 yards and 7 touchdowns. I think he's going to be um, a highly touted asset. Uh, one thing with free agency, we've been discussing, guys, it's $180 million for the salary cap. Every team was expecting to have more money going into these, this offseason. So I am expecting a bunch of short-term deals for players like Tyrell Williams. Expect one, two-year deals. Nobody's going to be signing these insane contracts unless your name's J.J. Watt or you're an established all-pro, pro-bowl-type player, then you may receive a enormous contract. But, you know, you see guys get overpaid all the time in free agency based on value and other assets. But I'm not expecting to see that as much this offseason. So Tyrell Williams is available. Um, not sure what his price is going to be. You know, four years, $44 million just a few seasons ago. It's an average of about $10 million. Not sure if he's still looking to chase a bag or if he's looking to chase a title. He's 29 years old. I think Buffalo should kick the tires on him. I, I was a fan of him a few years ago. I do think they were interested in him when he was a free agent there at the end of 2018. But it is a name to look out for, and we'll have to see where he's interested in going. So the main point today, guys, I wanted to talk about with you is Von Miller. Okay, uh, if you've been listening for the last week, I have mentioned Von Miller a few times. And I just wanted to go over some things with you about him and see if maybe he could be a fit if J.J. Watt doesn't want to come to Western New York. Or even if he does, you know, why not bring in all the star power that you can? It's not like these guys are terrible and they're not even regressing yet so i think that you know let's let's talk about it so the first thing with von miller is he's been very durable throughout his career he's only not played a full season looks like it's been three times throughout his career he's got 106 sacks nine fumble recoveries von miller is an all pro type player now, the reason we are discussing him is the fact that his contract is massive. So, I believe that the Broncos can save, I think it's $18 million with a cut. Let me double check that for you guys real quick. If they cut Von Miller, they can save a bunch of money through, through this offseason. Looks like... 
11.9 million, I believe. No, 18 million. So they can save 18 million dollars by cutting Von Miller. Once again, the salary cap has gone down for every team. So they do not have the amount of money they expected to have. Philip Lindsay is also a free agent for them, who's a part of their dual backfield with Melvin Gordon. So maybe Von Miller's on the market. Now this is another guy who's going to command a high contract. But if you're looking at J.J. Watt, then I don't think there's any reason to not look at Von Miller. He's 31. He's played amazing, you know. He's got a Super Bowl ring with the Broncos. He is an established leader, which I think could be very important at the linebacker defensive end position. Of course, I I don't want to get older. If you guys remember I mentioned this, I do want to get younger at defensive end and pass rusher. But when these guys are available, there's no reason to not look into seeing if they want to come to Buffalo. You know, we have never had a team that has been as good as we are right now since the 90s. So we, we haven't been a free agent destination for a long time. But we do make the best of who we sign. So it's time to go out and just pay a top dollar guy. I think the last guy we really went out and paid for top dollar at his position was probably Mario Williams back when we snagged him from the Texans. So looking at Von Miller's accolades so far, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Super Bowl Champion, Super Bowl MVP, three-time All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, and an eight-time Pro Bowler. He is a member of the 100-sack club with his 106 total sacks. I think this would be a great get. I think he would fit really well in this system with the departure of Matt Milano. I think you could move Edmonds, put Miller at pass rusher. I don't know what they're looking to do with Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison. I am expecting Vernon Butler to get cut. I'm expecting Starlo Tulele to come back in and play that three technique right in the middle. Hopefully that gives Oliver more room to grow right next to him. If he can eat up those double teams, if you have Von Miller on the outside, then you're going to be getting Jerry Hughes or Mario Addison, both possibly if they're able to to keep this team together. They're going to not be able to double-team everybody on your line. So Von Miller, J.J. Watt, two options. I'm okay with either one, to be honest. Um, I really like Von Miller. I think he's he's massively talented. And the Broncos have not been been good the last few seasons. So maybe he's looking to chase a ring as well. But guys, thank you for tuning in today. Uh, We're going to keep an eye on the J.J. Watt news. I'm probably going to start each show by giving you an update on what's going on with him because the J.J. Watch is in full effect. We have to see what he's doing, where he's going. Tyrell Williams, a name for you guys to watch for. Again, that's a former wide receiver of the Raiders and Chargers. He's a a name to look out for, especially if the Bills are looking to add a receiver. And Von Miller may be cut if the Broncos do not want to pay him that $18 million salary. Buffalo could look into that as well. So guys, thank you for joining me today. I'm Daniel Kelly. This is Cold Front Daily. Be sure to tune in tomorrow, and I'm out. Thanks, guys.